All right, all right. How is everyone doing today? My name is Desmond Hunt, and I am here on Transparent Dad. Um, and this is a platform, like I told you guys once before, is solely designed for fathers that are trying to help uh, reduce the generational gap of fatherlyhood. Um, today, we are going to have a bright, great, awesome conversation with one of my good friends, Jarrell Truelove. Um, and in this conversation, we're just going to talk a little bit about him. We're going to talk a little bit about what he... Um, is all about what his focus is in um, being a father, as well as also just really just his story a little bit. Uh, one of the coolest things that I know definitely of being a father is that we are always looking for opportunities to connect with more men um, that have been through what we've been through, going through what we're going through, or also just trying to figure out uh, this 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 path called fatherhood. Um, so today, uh, I just want to introduce you guys to my man, Jarrell True Love. Make some noise for Jarrell True love what's going on desmond man appreciate you having me on and excited to chop it up today awesome man awesome man. hey i'm glad that you were able to take some time to chat about this man so um jarell let's just jump right in there man i don't want to uh take too much time today uh we try to keep this uh this podcast quick simple uh so that the guys can chew on it and be able to keep moving through it um you know us as fathers we, we don't have too much time on our hands we're always trying to find um just those pockets of windows that we're, we can just get a quick recharge in so uh jarell tell us real quick man where what's where are you from what's your uh uh, background um how how were you birthed into this earth my brother absolutely so uh again thanks for having me on i am a native of oklahoma so if you know where tulsa is i was born in a small little country town uh, just south of tulsa called oak mulgee uh yes oak mulgee o-k-m-u-l-g-e-e -E. uh, i was born and raised there i went to ou uh, in norman boomer sooner and uh, currently I am living in Austin and I am a full-time uh, wedding and event photographer. I'm also an author of the book Films First. Uh, I'm a husband, um, I am a father, and uh, you know, I'm just trying to make my mark in this world. Awesome, man, awesome, man, awesome, man. So a couple things here. All I hear is entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship. That's good. I, I hear you with this OU Boomer Sooner. That's pretty cool. I went to school my first year in Oklahoma. Not OU, just Southern Nazarene <laughs> University. Uh, so I definitely understand a little bit about Oklahoma. But um, as you know, I'm originally from Philadelphia, Texas native um, now. So, um, or Dallas native, should I say. So I graduated from the University of North Texas. Um, so yeah, we are not rivals. So we're just a brotherhood for sure um indeed, so, indeed. so let me ask you this man um you, you said that you are an entrepreneur so with being an entrepreneur that means that you are um constantly on the run you're on the go um how does that impact you when it comes to um to fatherhood that's going to be one of the questions that we're going to tackle today um definitely when it comes to being an entrepreneur but then the other thing um that we're going to just tackle is just how how do you find those winning moments uh in fatherhood so um before we do that, so Jarrell, tell us how how did you become a father? Tell me, tell us a little bit of your father's story. How did how did you uh, transition to becoming a father? And when was this? And how old is your your child? Absolutely. So I became a father in uh, well, my daughter was born in two thousand nine, um, and so you know my my story, you know, unfortunately, I did not uh, have my daughter within the uh, confines of a marriage, uh, which is what I would have wanted. Um, however, I was dating a young lady at the time, and uh, her and I had only been dating for a couple of months before we discovered that uh, we were expecting. 
And, uh, you know, just to be honest and transparent, I wasn't, um, I wasn't mad and I wasn't happy. Uh, I feel like I was a little neutral, mm-hmm. uh, cause I was just wrapping up my senior year in college. Like it was my last semester and I was two months away from graduating. I had plans to go to the Peace Corps. I had plans to travel the world and do all this great stuff. And uh, March, you know, graduating in May, March of that year is when we discovered that. So we were expecting. So it definitely kind of caught me off guard. Um, but, you know, in the long run, I just knew, okay, well, hey, this is what I'm faced with. This is what we have to do. Uh, so let's just try to move forward the best way we know how. And um, it was never, it's kind of weird. It's not that I was scared. I was just like, hey, this is, this is the situation. You know, never been a father before. Um, haven't really had anybody sit me down and, and kind of give me those guidelines. I was young, I was 22 at the time. But I said, you know what? Hey, listen, this is where we're at. And um, we'll, we'll play it by air and we'll make it work. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's let's talk this through real quick. So you were um, a senior in college. Uh, you you had yes. uh, you were you were um, entertaining a young lady. You guys got um, you end up having having a child together. Um, but before we talk about that, because I know you're like, hey, I was I was happy, but I wasn't mad, but I wasn't sad, and you had all these emotions going through. Tell me real quick, what was your background um, in parent in parenting? As far as like, what was the dynamics of your house prior to you even um, coming into in, into adult? Yeah, that's a great question. So honestly, um, uh, my parents were, were great. Uh, one thing I will say is that it was the, uh, the typical um, relationship dynamic. You know, my father worked. My mother worked uh, a little bit, but she was mostly responsible for, for raising the children. Uh, she, she cooked, she cleaned. Um, and, you know, people always have that barefoot pregnant imagery. It definitely wasn't that. Uh, but it was that traditional uh relationship roles uh, i am one of four uh so there was definitely a lot going on there but as far as the, the dynamic uh of fatherhood between uh my mom and my dad um one thing i will say i learned is that i never saw my mother and father argue mm. like ever once never even heard them argue from the other room they kept whatever they had to do as parents completely like sealed and separate from us and I just I just hold them in the highest regard because I just remember them being happy um, and taking care of us the best way they knew how. Um, and also, my father was des- uh, definitely the disciplinarian. He, he laid down the law. If there was something that we did, it was very common to say, you know, wait till your father gets home. You know? <laughs> so I, de- I definitely had that that uh, traditional structure uh, in the household. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So are you the oldest of the four or are you middle child? Where are you at? Um, I am number, I'm two uh, in the line of four. So I have an older brother and then I have two younger sisters. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. So um, so for what I'm hearing is you, you, you had the traditional household. So you saw your mother and your father in the same house together, um, which, which is good. That's really good. So that means they gave you a little bit of a different type of foundation than some have. Um, so mm-hmm. when it came to your father, tell me how you and your father's relationship was. So I will tell you that we had a great relationship. Uh, my father, I would say he was a man of few words, but he wasn't like stern or mean. It's just he didn't he didn't speak a lot. Um, but he was loving, he was affectionate, he could cook, um, and he definitely knew how to balance like just strict 
discipline with knowing just how to talk to you, knowing what to say. You know, it wasn't just always, you know, belt, 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 if you mess up. Uh, there were several times that if I messed up, we would just have a conversation. Um, so I, I saw just a loving, caring example from my father, and I definitely uh, enjoyed our relationship. That's what's up, man. That is what's up. That's definitely cool. So, um, so okay. Now let's fast forward. So we're looking at this. We we have um, you, you've had this opportunity to, of course, have a, a family that you you've seen um, what it looks like to be a father. You've seen the idea of um, of of marriage. Um, now you've had your child. So what what was that moment when you told your parents that hey, you you're you you have you're expecting a child to come into this earth? Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was scary because you're thinking to yourself, oh, you know, how are they going to react? It, you know, this could go one of many ways. And, um, I think it was maybe two or three months in. I mean, I, I was, I was just scared, you know, and, uh, and yeah, I just, you know, gave him a phone call and I said, Hey, uh, Hey mom, I just got some news to tell you. And she, she could tell it was something. She's like, what is it, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and I told her and, you know, she, she got a little quiet on the phone, obviously, you know, that's, um, that's some, some news that could, you know, affect your day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, my mother's always uh, been loving. And one thing I do love about my mother is that she, uh, she, she always allows her children to make mistakes. And because we you know we've all made mistakes, no one's perfect. So, um, she, you know, I could tell it affected her, but at the end of the day, she, uh, definitely just wanted to know how she could help and just wanted to, um, just again, she just wanted to see how we could move forward the same way, you know, I kind of have that same uh, thought process. Awesome. 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 So, all right, so let's fast forward here. So you've told your parents, they know that you're, you, you have a child on the way and, um, now you had to make a decision. So of course your decision was, you know, how do we, how do we of course co-parent through this moment? So, um, with this young lady, did you guys ever get married? Did you guys date? Did you guys try to work it out a little bit? How did that work out? Yeah. So we were, we, we were in a relationship. We were, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We were seeing each other, which is, uh, which is good. And uh, we actually ended up getting engaged uh, uh, about two two years later, um, or maybe it was a little bit longer. But unfortunately, we we did not end up staying together. We did not get married. And uh, so at the moment, yes, we are co-parenting. And um, you know, my daughter she uh, splits her time between both of our households. So awesome. So this is great to talk through. So you, you guys split this time. So how is how does that dynamic work? How do, what do you find as far as your winning moments um, as being a father? How do you pour into your daughter? What are you doing? Because you're a girl dad to be, uh, pretty, pretty much. So being a girl dad, yes. things are a little bit different than being, you know, maybe a boy dad at first. So how 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 is your mind? What's your mindset when it comes to um, parenting um, your daughter? And then, of course, being a co-parent with your daughter um from there um so one thing that i'm i'm really trying to do especially as a lady is just communicate to my daughter how important it is to value her last name you know the fact that she's a true love uh build up her confidence and um i'm really trying to just also her being a girl my main focus is uh raising her to be a wife Mm. that's like that's my goal i know that who was it chris rock he said you know 
as a father, you're just trying to keep your girls off the pole, right? Like that's, <laughs> right. That's, that's, right. That's, the lit, right? that's the litmus test of whether or not they go to the pole. But I'm actually focusing, okay, I want to focus on whether or not she gets married and becomes a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that, uh, for any parent that's raising a, a daughter, I think that that should be the, uh, the litmus test, whether or not you raise a woman that's a daughter, someone, yes, yeah, someone that can cook, someone that can clean, someone that's confident, mm-hmm. someone that is intelligent, someone that has, uh, and women don't take this the wrong way. It's not that you can't be emotional, but I prefer the word aware. Mm-hmm. I want to raise a daughter who is in tune with her emotions, but more from an aware standpoint and not just a, a reactionary standpoint, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And that that makes you a know, whole lot of so, sense. Yes. So I just, that has kind of been my focus uh, and just trying to get on the same page with her mother. Like, yes, this is, we need to raise her in a certain way so that she can experience uh, success when she becomes of age. So she won't repeat uh, some of the same mistakes that we did. And, mm-hmm. Uh, so we can raise another great, you know, true love woman. Awesome. Awesome. So now I have this question and this is me coming directly from being a new girl dad. So as, as you guys know, I have a son um, and then also have a daughter. Um, and so how, I, one of the things that I'm trying to figure out, bro, is more so how do you discipline your daughter? Like, how is your, how, do, how what's the conversations about discipline and, and things of that nature? Because what I've realized is my, my daughter has made me soft. I'm like, Hey, Desmond, stop it. Hey, hey, Brooklyn, it's okay. Don't do that right now. So, so how, are you, how do you go about your discipline with your daughter? Because some days I look at Brooklyn and I'm like, you are making me a punk. So I'm just trying to figure out that uh, dynamic. I hear you. Um, so you definitely have to watch your words. But uh, again, kind of going back to what I said, when I do discipline her uh, verbally, not gonna lie, when she was younger, I, I did use the belt a little bit. It wasn't all the time, but I, you know, I did establish that, you mm-hmm. know. But now that she's older, every, it, when I'm giving her advice, I always try to, I always try to connect the dots back to, and and remember, you shouldn't do this because you're a lady. Mm-hmm. You know, I always try to 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 go back to that reference point you know you shouldn't do that because when you get older no one's going to want to be friends with someone who you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um so that's i try to kind of reverse engineer every uh teaching moment gotcha and back back to that same anchor so she so at the end of the day she she'll internalize you know what i don't do that but but not just because dad said not to do it right but because i'm a lady mm-hmm. that makes and, sense and because i'm going to be a wife one day that and after you know after years of that i believe that you know that that she'll naturally assume that role and then you know i look forward to the day when she says and i'm like hey why did why did you do that she's like oh because i'm a lady and ladies don't do that that's what i'm waiting for <laughs> That's real. That's real. That's real. No, yeah, that's cool. Because in pretty much you're just saying, hey, how do I instill these principles in her to understand one, who she is, who she is, and also um, and where she comes from? That, that's a good point for sure. Um, I think that's yeah. one of the things we're working for with more so with our son right now, definitely as he's in that Y stage about to turn five. And it's constantly yeah. the, hey, man, you, you're a hunt. Hey, hey, man, this is how we carry ourselves. Hey, man, you, you're, you're growing up. So that means you can't keep falling out on the floor crying every time 
time we say no. Um, so yeah. So I, I definitely like that mess. So all right, here's the last part. So quick question: What are like your winning moments? So when you are, um, when, when you look through your week and you're like, or throughout your month and you're saying, "Hey, I'm looking for my winning moments," because as a father, I can tell you that um, we we. We have our good days, we have our bad days, and then there's those moments when I'm just sitting in the office, um, definitely working, trying to balance the two, um, and I'm looking for those winning moments. What What are some of your winning moments? Give me like your top two winning moments that you've had um, recently, and then also your one winning moment that you've had over the years. Hmm. So I would say uh, recently, so within the last year, I have been trying to instill in my daughter that not that everyone has to be a business owner or an entrepreneur but i'm just trying to instill in her this idea that if you want to like make money or, or generate some extra income that you don't have to sit around and wait for an opportunity to come to you or wait for a job to choose you you can go out you know especially nowadays you can go out and literally just create something out of thin air um and that could potentially be not your ticket you know but it, it could work and it could help you move forward and so over the past a year or two you know we've tried to make a t-shirt business we made like this rubber band bracelet business i remember but that. recent right but recently uh over the past month uh we launched a soft launch a lemonade business uh in uh remembrance, remembrance of her uh, grandmother my mother who passed in october and uh, we've been, you know, getting some bottles from Amazon. We made labels. I made a logo. Uh, we've been made connections at the mall with like one of the mall managers and one of the other business owners. And I feel like that's been a huge win because now it's uh, it's not like, hey, can we do something fun? It's like, hey, can we make some lemonade? Nice. Hey, can we go to this, you know, pop up shop or, hey. I told my teacher about the lemonade. They want two bottles. So can we make some? <laughs> That's what's up. I got, you know, now I got to take some lemonade to school. So <laughs> I can see, I can see her mind is like shifting and she's just telling everybody about it. Nice. Um, and so that was a huge win for me. Nice. And I, um, so I would say that was in the last month or two, but overall I, it might be kind of small, but man, a big win for me. It's just when my daughter, sometimes she'll just look at me and she'll say, Daddy, I love you. And man, oh, I feel it. That's good. It just, you know, it just makes me feel like, you know what? I think she understands that I really do care about her. And that although I'm not able to spend as much time with her as I would like, that, you know, I'm doing my best to really teach her and guide her uh, and help her. And um, and I, I think she sees that. I think she's at that age. She's 11 now. Mm -hmm. You know, she has that awareness and she can think and really put two and two together. And um, sometimes I think she just has a moment where she just looks at me and, and my bro, that's that's just a win for me. That's Every huge. time she does it. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. You know, those moments they, they tell you I love you. It's just like, oh, it melts my heart. Now what do you want? You, <laughs> you can have anything you win. want. <laughs> right. That is a win, man. Come on. That is. That's a huge win. All right. So last question, man. You said you're an entrepreneur. Um, so being mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, how do you balance um, your entrepreneur life as being on the go, working um, to make a living um, with also spending quality time with your daughter? Um. So, man, 
I've definitely been a work in progress with that. But what I have learned is that it is all about time management and money management. Mm. If if you if you can master those two things, then you can you can have it all. So the time management uh, for me, I, if it's not on my calendar, it's not it's not happening. I, it's like it doesn't exist. So I have to add time with her into my calendar. Uh, and then right around my desk area, I just have a reminder to to text her in the mornings. Because, you know, when you, when you wake up, it's like the green, you know, the, the horn goes off and it's off to the races. Right. And if you, it's so easy to just overlook little things because you're just trying to get to the money or whatever that may be. So just um, managing my time and then also managing my money. Uh, there's nothing worse than wanting to do something and and having a great month financially. But then when you look up, you didn't set anything to the side mm. to be able to enjoy it with the ones you care about. That's good. And um, so a pro tip, if you just literally just set aside 5% of your income, you I'm telling you, it sounds like nothing. But if you set aside 5% of your money for a whole month, I watch how much money you have at the end of the month. And then watch what you can do with that, and that will change the whole game. So I, uh, I'm kind of tweaking my percentages, if you will, setting money aside here, setting money aside there, and it's just made a huge difference uh, for me this year. Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's huge. Definitely from the time management and the money management, that that's a win for sure. Um, you know, I think that that is something that um, I've gotten a whole lot better at is the whole time management. I actually learned it from you, um, which was just making sure, hey, put it on the calendar. If it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. Um, and as of yeah. course, and of course, having children, you know, you you get to run in and you just start forgetting things and you start making mistakes. And um, so I definitely think that's huge. And then I think the money management that's really real. Um, I've set up um, a couple accounts just to where I'm moving money constantly to avoid um, that moment like you said to where it's like you want to do something and can't do it um, so that's really huge so hey man um, I appreciate this time I really do um, I think that this was very valuable uh, for um, just those new fathers those young fathers as well as also those guys that's been doing this for a minute we have um, an audience of multiple so we I think that um, I think we, we made I think we made a huge win I think for one um, we talked to them about time management today we talked to them about money management really quickly, um, really just on how they can set things aside from an entrepreneur standpoint. Um, I think those winning moments that you really talk through is really pouring into your daughter, reminding her that she's a true love, reminding her that she is going to be a wife one day, reminding her um, of all the potential um, that, sh that, that, is, that she has is huge. Um, and then really just talk, giving us an uh, inside view of just a little bit of your background, um, understanding a little bit how, um, how your, your dynamics were set up. And I think that that help really um, fuel who you are today as a man as well as also a father um, within your daughter because I mean you, you had a great example um, set there that really I'm not gonna lie it hit home even just on how you were talking about discipline <laughs> that was a moment that was a winning moment yeah. for me today um, hearing how you said your father uh, did not always give you spankings but more so said hey let's talk about this decision that you made and uh, you know I think that's something um, even for myself I can take away a little bit more just really bringing it down a little bit and just thinking how do we have these more um, these, these conversations that are more intentional with our with our children so um, I love it man I love it all right um, so we are wrapping up so I have one one one, 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 like a Baptist preacher question. What's one, th one tip you would give to a new father? One tip you give to a new father. Um, 
I don't want to say, you know, you're never prepared, you're never ready, but I would say trust yourself. Mm. Trust yourself. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that if you trust yourself and if you have good, solid intentions, that there's no cookie cutter, like, um, you know, follow steps one through five to be a great father. Just just raise your kids with love and care and intention and you'll be and you'll be a great father, period. You don't have to, you know, second guess yourself. Just just trust yourself. It, it, I promise you to work out. There you have it. There you had it. You said, hey, trust yourself. So, hey, I love it, man. Um, Jarrell, hey, man, we appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time today for sure to jump on the, on, on today's call and um, really allow us to chop it up with you definitely through um, through the Transparent Dad podcast. Um, so, guys, hey, I just want to remind you, follow us on Instagram at Transparent Dad. Um, we have a lot of content coming. We have been taking the time to chat with fellas um, from different backgrounds, from all types of backgrounds, whether they had their fathers in their ha- in the house, whether their fathers was out of their house, whatever it looks like. Um, and we have the content for you. So if you guys have ideas, if there's information that you want to hear on this podcast, let us know. This is a forum and a platform solely for men that are trying to make every effort to close the generational gap of um, the absent father. So, hey, stick to it. Continue to stay um, focused on the plan. And like Jarrell said, trust yourself. Love you guys. Have a good time. Hey.